If you please remain standing as we read together the law of God. Our reading today comes from John 14, reading verse 27. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. He says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Please be seated. I want to call to your attention uh, the last part of verse 27, the part where Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus looked into the eyes of his disciples and he saw fear. The time had come for him to return to the Father and his disciples were fearful of what would happen next. And you might think that the, that this fear was reasonable, that the uncertainty of the future warranted such a response, but realize that Jesus had already told them that they would not be left orphans. And he had already told them that he would come to them. And he had already told them that the Father will send them the Helper, the Holy Spirit, who will teach them all things and bring to their remembrance everything that Jesus had said to them previously. And so there was good reasons, there were good reasons why the disciples should not be afraid. They had already been given the promises that they will be cared for, that they will be comforted, that, they will, that they'll walk in the divine peace that the Messiah was live, leaving with them. And this fear that they had, therefore, was a manifestation of the weakness of their faith. So Jesus addressed it. He told them not to fear. Then he went on to say that if they really loved him, they would rejoice that he was going to the Father. Now, brothers and sisters, the assurance, peace, uh, and promises that Jesus gave to his disciples are the same assurance, peace, and promises that he gives to you and me, that he gives to us. For this reason, we should not be afraid when we walk through the, the challenges as well as the joys of this life. Second Timothy 1 verse 7 says that, uh, reminds us that when we were saved in Jesus Christ, we did not receive a spirit of fear. We did not receive a spirit of fear. The Holy Spirit who was given to us is not a spirit of fear, but rather He's a spirit of power and of love, and he gives us a sound mind, a mind which is capable of rightly discerning the, the situations of life in the perspective of our position in Jesus Christ. So we are not to be people who are characterized by fear. We're not supposed to be people who make decisions that are motivated by fear, nor are we to lay awake in our beds at night fearing what the next day might bring. Do you know what the, the number one most repeated command is that Jesus spoke during his earthly ministries? His earthly ministry? It's the command, fear not. He said that more than any other command, fear not. And then when he would speak that command, he would often follow it up with the admonition, oh, you of little faith. This is because fear as a manifestation of weak faith. And yet so many Christians live in fear. 
Many of us contemplate the potential harm that might come upon us or upon our spouse or upon our children or upon somebody else that we love and then fear sets in. And once fear sets in, if we don't recognize it as the lack of faith that it is, we begin to act upon that fear. You might withdraw from activities that you would otherwise have been moved to participate in. A wife might not support her husband's career move because she's afraid it will fail. Parents might not let their teenage child go to a friend's house because they're worried that the child might get hit by a drunk driver on the way home. This is not to say that caution is never needed. Caution is a part of considering the cost. Uh, Jesus said that it's necessary that we consider the cost before we begin something. In Luke 14, 25, he told of the man who begins to build a tower, but then can't complete the tower because he, he didn't first consider the cost, count the cost of what, it, you know, what would re- be required to build the tower. And, and Jesus said that this man will become the subject of mockery and ridicule because he failed to count the cost. So if a husband wants to quit his job, a secure job that he's had for the past 19 years, in order to open up a video arcade, there's an appropriate caution that needs to be observed. He needs to count the cost before he begins. And the exercise of counting the cost or considering the cost might show him that he needs to forget about the video arcade and keep his current job. But not doing something because you've counted the cost is a lot different than not doing something because of fear. And that's really the point that I'm trying to establish here. Fear is never an appropriate motivator. Fear is crippling for the Christian. Fear prevents us from doing the things that God has called us to do, commanded us to do. And your fear if, it, if, if, if it's something that, that is characteristic of your life, will spill over into the lives of those people who are around you, infecting them with fear or frustrating them as they try to walk not in fear, but by faith um, uh, and, and having to deal with, with the fear that, that, that you're manifesting. So brothers and sisters, the, here, here's the, the, the point that I really want to impress upon you. We are called to be people who are characterized by the peace that Jesus has left with us. And we're to walk and sleep and make decisions about life that are established in the assurance and promises that our triune God has given to us in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus left us with the the spirit of power and love and a sound mind. That's how you've been equipped. And this is why we're able to rest securely in the peace which he has left us, even when the hostile world around us hates us and poses many threats. Now, where the Holy Spirit is born witness to you of your sin, the sin of fear, uh, the lack of faith, or any other sin that, that the Spirit has impressed upon your conscience, remember that God pardons and he forgives all who truly Uh, repent of their sin while trusting in the atoning work of Jesus Christ. 